Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. Before I begin, I just wanted to share that it's been a very, very strange year, hasn't it been? 2020 has been been strange in many ways. Each of you have been affected in different ways throughout the year, whether it's through loss of job, I, I mean, suffering hardship, and so forth. But thank God we are still here. Yeah. Amen. Thank God for life. Thank God for the um, great privilege that we have of living here in, in the greatest country in the world. Amen. Yeah. I mean, the freedoms and liberties we have here. Amen. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm just thankful for that. I don't ever want to take that for granted, okay? It's so easy to do that, take things for granted that you wouldn't normally uh, see every day of your life. But it's not until you face a year like this year with challenges, when you face um, people dying, close loved ones that have passed on. Maybe it was an accident you were in. When, When those things come at you, you're faced with what's most important in life, isn't it? And uh, that's when you truly reflect on, Lord, thank you. Thank you for today. Amen. Amen. So today I want to speak on uh, a topic that I think we all need to hear, which is called Encouragement in the Middle of Chaos. That's the title of this sermon, Encouragement in the Middle of Chaos. How many would agree with me that this year has been a year full of chaos? Chaos means just craziness, commotion, one thing after another, you, you think that, okay, we got through this period, and then all of a sudden, something else happens. Uh, I think I shared last week with you that 2020 has been like, kind of like this. If I can illustrate it like this, it's coming to a crosswalk, looking both ways to make sure it's safe, and then getting hit by an airplane. I mean, that's what it feels like. It, it's crazy, and, and chaos is all around us. It's the unexpected. But here we are today. We're still here. All of you didn't roll in in a wheelchair as far as I could tell. You all walked in here, have good health, and you have God to thank for that. Amen? But again, today, we're facing days like never before. I've been around a few years, uh, as evidenced by a few of these gray hairs. Actually, it's almost all gray. Don't lie, Pastor Rick. And I've been around a few years, and I've never seen the world like it is now. I've never seen the things that we're facing that we're facing now, collectively all together at the same time. Generations before have faced similar circumstances, but not all at the same time like we are experiencing now. With COVID-19, social distancing, racism running rampant in our country, political division, uh, you get on social media and keyboard warriors everywhere, Everybody's saying this opinion, that opinion, and you know, what happened in the good old days where we could agree to disagree agreeably? There used to be a saying like that, that we could walk away and agree to disagree agreeably. Nowadays, if you don't agree with my viewpoint, at least according to the world, then I hate you and what you stand for. Really, that's what's going on out there. And it's, it's so much chaos. We've got gun violence in our communities like never before. Uh, it, we live in Vallejo. This year, Vallejo is on target to surpass the number of homicides this year at the, at the path that they're going. Uh, 
on right now. Now, I do want to tell you though, by nature, I'm a, I'm a glass half full type of person, meaning that I have faith in, and I see things with optimism. How many are half full water glass type of people? Because then there's the other half, there's the, the other half that see the world with a glass half full. And they're not quite as optimistic, you know, as, as those of us that may be optimistic. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Each of us are created uniquely, differently in the eyes of God. But here's the thing. Sometimes I just want to say about the next thing that comes across. I just want to shout out and say to God, really? Really? Another thing comes our way? This is come now coming? Lord, but we've gone through this, we've gone through that, and now we're going through this? Maybe you've experienced something like that this year. Maybe you've experienced something recently that you're asking God, Really, God? Really? Life was going okay, and all of a sudden now this? And I want to remind you today that even in the middle of that chaos, God still walks with you as believers, as disciples, of Christ. You see, the good thing about Christ is when you receive him into your life, no matter what you go through, he walks with you. He walks with you. It's not just days filled with sunshine. How many know life is not like that? Days filled with sunshine. Sometimes there will be days that are gloomy and filled with despair, filled with discouragement, but God still walks with you as a believer. How many are thankful for that today? But I know this, even in the middle of our chaos, of our confusion, God reigns. God reigns. The Bible says that He will never leave you nor forsake you, ever, as believers. He will never leave you. Now, we can choose to leave Him. We can choose to walk away from a relationship with Him. But the Bible says He will never walk away from you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So, let's get into this word of encouragement in the middle of chaos. If you have your Bible or your electronic device, if you want to look for 1 Kings, the book of 1 Kings, chapter 19, I'm going to begin reading in verse 1. And this is the story of the prophet Elijah, if some of you are familiar with this story. But Elijah, in the preceding chapter, had just called down fire from heaven to consume the sacrifice that he had set up. He, he was a conquering prophet, a conquering hero, basically, at this point in time. And then, within 24 hours, his world turns upside down. Let's be honest. How many here have had their world turn upside down in a span of 24 hours? From, from being on top of that mountain to having a valley low experience. I think that would be all of us. If you're truthful, all of us have had experiences like that. Life is going great one minute. And then in the next second, you're wondering what happened. What happened? And here Elijah is wondering what happened. So I'm going to pick it up in verse 1. 1 Kings chapter 19 and verse 1. Now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done. And how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. 
In verse 3, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. Let me repeat that again. Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there. While he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, he came to a broom bush, sat under it, and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under, under the bush and fell asleep. All at once, everybody say all at once. All at once. An angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank. Strengthened by that food, he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. There he went into a cave and spent the night. Let's just pray right now. Father God in heaven, we pray right now your blessings. We pray, Lord, help us to open our hearts, our ears, our understanding to your word. Give us wisdom. And Lord, help us to understand your word and how it applies to each of us today in 2020 in the middle of chaos, Father. And Lord, I pray that you bring encouragement to every single person here today, that we would not leave the same way we came, but that we would be transformed forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. 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 So there's a lot going on there, but I want to start off with this. Elijah had a mountaintop experience that we didn't read about here. Here he's fleeing for his life. See, Jezebel had put a hit on Elijah. She wanted his life taken. She said, I, I, I want this man dead. She put out an order, a hit. And he took off and he ran like a dog with his tail between his, his legs. And he took off running. The Bible says he went for a day's journey. I mean, he left American Canyon so quick, he couldn't stop for a whole day until that day was over. Then he stopped because he was tired. He couldn't run anymore. And the Bible says he, he stopped because he was, he was exhausted. But here's, here's what happens. Elijah became afraid. Uh, and that's what I want to talk to you about. This year of 2020, many of us have become afraid and, and depressed. And that's not the plan of God for your life. I want to remind you of that. He was discouraged. And he possibly even became depressed in that process. Can I just tell you this? Depression is discouragement on steroids. Depression is discouragement on steroids. Depression unresolved becomes despair. Despair leads to hopelessness. You ever been in a situation, don't raise your hand, but if you've ever been in a situation when you're so in despair that it's, everything seems hopeless, you look to your left, you look to your right, you look all around you, it just seems hopeless. And I think, again, if you're honest with yourself, you may have been there a time or two. All of us have. 
And this is the situation that Elijah find, finds himself in. A place of despair, a place of hopelessness. And hopelessness can lead you to a place where you want to end your life. During this season of 2020 of, of COVID-19, there have been way more suicides this year than in your typical year. There have been more incidences of people taking their life because of what's going on. They have reached despair which has led to hopelessness and they have found no other way than to end their life. That, let me remind you again, was never God's intention for your life. Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us that he has a plan and a purpose for your life. A plan is not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future for your life. Amen? Yes. So here, I want to remind you again that Jezebel threatened Elijah's life. Can I just tell you that Jezebel is an evil threat that comes your way? It's a, it's a spirit. Any threat in your life that causes depression, that causes despair, that causes hopelessness, is a Jezebel in your life. And it's something or someone that threatens your well-being. And that thought gets in your head. Your thoughts affect your feelings. And where I'm leading to this is where Elijah must have been uh, dealing with. He was dealing with his emotions. See, we're, we're made up of three, three parts of our body. And typically it's, it's described as body, soul, and spirit. All three are connected. How many would agree that when you feel depressed, a lot of times you run to the refrigerator and begin to eat the wrong things, right? We begin to eat the wrong things and because we're depressed emotionally we're suffering then that leads to physical pain because now our body is paying the price for the things we just say that that weren't and shouldn't have been ever consumed when we are depressed we tend to eat all the wrong foods for our own well-being the results can often be fatal that's why doctors will tell you you need to improve your diet you need to improve your diet you need to eat better and on and on again again we're made up of body, soul, and spirit. All three of these are mentioned in this story. And I want to remind you today that if your mind is right, your emotions are going to be right. But here Elijah, his mind wasn't right. He was actually asking God, Lord, if you can take my life from me, I'm tired of what I'm going through. I'm tired of what 2020 has brought to me. I'm tired of losing my job, of, of losing my home, of losing the, the transportation you've given me. Everything's been taken from me, Lord. Really, that's what he was saying. How many know that when we're discouraged, we need a different perspective? We need a different perspective. You know that up here, I'm standing right up here. I have a, a perspective. I can see down like this. I can see down and, and see much different than if I'm sitting here in a, in a chair. Depending on where your perspective is, your viewpoint changes. Sometimes we need an angelic perspective. And that's exactly what Elijah had this particular time. What we need to recognize as well is that what is going on here in this story happened 24 hours after Elijah had a mountaintop experience. Question is, how do you go from this experience to a, to a place in life where you want to take your life? In less than 24 hours, he was discouraged, in despair, hopeless, 
He, he had nothing going on seemingly. So he thought. But let's look at how Elijah received encouragement in the middle of chaos. And this is what I want to talk to you about. Maybe this is what you need to be doing beginning today. If these days, these weeks, these months have just been discouragement for you. They've been a place of despair, a place of hopelessness for you. First thing I want to look at is that Elijah turned his back. Elijah turned his back. Verse, verse 3 that I had read indicated that he turned his back and he ran from God. Can I just tell you this right now? If, if you have a problem, don't run from God. Run to God. Amen? Uh, for too many of us in too many situations in life, we see people running from God. And we, we know the end result of that. Anytime you run from God, it's never going to have a happy ending. But if you run to your loving Father in heaven who loves you, who knows what's best for you, He will provide for you. He will encourage you. He will take care of you. He will provide for you. Amen? Amen. Never run away from your problems. Our problems don't go away. Many of us, you know, in the past, I wasn't a believer until my mid-20s. But where would I go when I had a problem? I'd go drink it away. Drink it away or do my drugs. Drink it away. The pain goes away. But what you quickly realize is that when that wears off, the problem's still there. And it may be even greater because now you may have caused a situation while you were under the influence to make your situation even worse. In other words, it doesn't get prettier, it gets uglier. We must face our problems head on. And it starts with going towards God. Never run away from Him. In fact, let me read this scripture found in Psalms chapter 139, verses 7 through 10. Listen to these words. The Bible says, Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where, where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you're there. See, there's no place we can ever go that we can hide from the presence of God. God knows where you're at right now, spiritually. I'm talking about physically. He knows where you're at. He knows where your mind's at right now, what your thoughts are. But he desires to have a loving relationship with each of you. He desires intimate relationship with each of you. But here again, Elijah turned his back. Then finally, after that day's journey, the Bible tells us that Elijah prayed. Say that with me. Elijah prayed. Are, did you catch that? He prayed after he ran from, from Jezebel. He ran for a whole day, the Bible says. And then he prayed. I would have thought that if I had a hit on my life, the very first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going to begin to pray and seek God and say, Lord, you got to help me out on this one. I got a hit on my life and I need your protection. I need your guidance. I need your wisdom. Should I go that way? Should I go this way? Should I stay here? What do you want me to do? Amen. But the Bible says Elijah ran for, for a whole day's journey and then he prayed. Verse 4 says Elijah had journeyed an entire day and when he finally stopped to rest, he prayed. He prayed. 
Now, the important thing is he prayed. He could have just kept going and not prayed. But, but it's never too late to, to pray. That's my point. It's never too late. You, you may think, well, I've already done messed up. Uh, or I've already said the wrong thing. Or I already spoke in bitterness and they'll never forgive me. No, it's never too late to pray. Amen? It's never too late to pray. And here's what I want you to catch here. And when he prayed, he got an answer in the form of an angel. An angel visited him. An angel visited him. See, angels are supernatural beings that are assigned to each of us. Did you know right now you have an angel that's been dispatched from heaven that's watching over each of you right now? Watching over each of you. And as, as you go about your business, whatever it is, that angel goes with you, protects you. Now, you may not be in tune with that every day, but know this, an angel walks with you everywhere you go and protects you from, from getting hurt, from having your life taken, from COVID-19. I mean, I'm telling you, frontline workers, whether it's Trader Joe's, in the hospital, in a nursing home, God's protection is upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. God is protecting you. You have angels watching over you. They intervene on God's behalf for each of us. They deliver spiritual mail to us, if I can say that. They deliver spiritual mail to each of us. And in this case, this is exactly what happened to Elijah. He woke, the Bible says, and an angel ministered to him. I would have loved this. An angel prepared dinner for him, had hot bread, had, had a cool glass of water there, and, and he, he must have woke up with... What's that smell? Man, that smells good. That smells like my mama's home cooking right there. It smells like fresh tortillas. What is that? Mm, that was an angel. An angel sent by God to protect him and provide for him. Why? Because he prayed. He prayed. That's all it took was a simple prayer. <coughs> when, this, when Elijah awoke, this angel began to minister him and said, get up. Elijah, eat, eat and drink. See, I believe he not only wanted him to eat physically and drink physically, but he wants you and I to eat and drink spiritually. Eat and drink of the Word of God. Eat and drink of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And you can't do that unless you intentionally choose to do that. Let me, let me read this scripture to you in Luke chapter 4 and verse 10. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. Did you catch that? God Almighty has commanded his angels to watch over you and protect you and minister to you and meet your every need. God will send angels to protect you. I believe he's protected me on the road many times, many times. I believe he's protected my life many times. I could give you examples but I know each of you have examples as well where you could say without a doubt, God's hand was on that one because I should have been hurt. I should have been taken out, you know. But thank God for angels, amen, that are dispatched to each of us. So let me ask you another question today. Are you so discouraged that you've not even prayed? Are you like Elijah that you've been so discouraged in despair and hopeless 
that you just said, oh, forget it. Prayer, it's not even worth it. Why should I pray? Have you become so, or hit rock bottom, so bad that you've decided not even to pray? See, prayer gets God's attention. Prayer gets His attention. It, what it is, when you pray, you're picking up the phone. You're picking up, hey, Lord. Hey, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, are you there? This is Pastor, this is Rick. Or as he knows me, Ricardo, because that's what my mom and dad call me. And, uh, yeah, I need your help today. Yeah, I'm calling to see, Lord, can you help me? And, and, and while that's humorous, that's all Elijah needed to do. But he didn't do it till the end of the day. How much better off would he have been if he had just done that right away at the beginning of his trouble? He wouldn't have been as discouraged. He wouldn't have been so hopeless and in despair. But the question I'm asking you today, are you so discouraged that you haven't prayed? Prayer gets God's attention and prayer also activates angelic activity in your life. Angels will begin to perform miracles on your behalf. Amen? Amen. And so finally, at this point, you know, Elijah's encouraged now. He's gotten fed. He's, he's full of energy now. He's received a visit from an angel, and he knows this. So now he knows that God is with him again. And all it took was really a simple conversation, Lord, you know. And, and he, as he poured out his heart, the Lord blessed him. The Lord took care of his need. And the third thing that we find is that Elijah visited the mountain of God. See, because Elijah had prayed, he now had a desire to pursue God. He was re-energized. He was renewed in spirit. There's nothing like going to God in prayer and being re-energized, being renewed in your mind, in your body, in your, in your spirit. When you don't do those things, you, things can be, you know, you'll feel like, ah, it's not important. I don't, I'll get around to it if I get around to it. But when you plug in and seek God, that, that's what He wants for you. He wants to renew your spirit. He wants to renew your mind. Amen? The Bible tells us in one of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 31. And this is the New King James Version. It says it this way, But those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Amen? Those that are weary, and that's exactly what Elijah found happening in his life. He was, he was renewed with strength. He began to say, yeah, I got God on my side. Who am I to fear? What am I to fear? They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This was because he continued to pursue God. God gave him the desire to keep Keep going. Don't quit now. God's got plans for you. Keep going. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and the last thing as I close is that Eliza, Elijah received direction and encouragement. The remaining section of 1 Kings chapter 19, which we didn't read, it goes on to show how Elijah received direction from God for his life. And here's the part that we so often mess up. We want to do things our way. We, we think we got it, you know, down. But the Lord is always wanting to direct your path, right? Um, 
Even, even in the middle of chaos, even in the middle of chaos, God can still give you direction. God can still provide for you. God can give you direction at this very moment. But it's really up to you and I. Lord, do I ask you for direction? Or do I choose to go about business my way? Lord, direct my paths every day. And that's really what the rest of that chapter focused on, is, is guiding Elijah. And that leads me to the verses that I want to read right now. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Another couple of my favorite verses in the Bible. The New King James Version says it this way. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and what he shall direct your paths he shall direct your paths every one of us even in this year of 2020 with all the chaos that we see can still be encouraged doesn't matter how bad your day may be maybe how bad it's been today maybe you woke up late Everything broke down. Maybe your power went out. I don't know what could have happened. But even throughout that chaos that may be happening, God will give you encouragement. But you have to seek Him first. You must run to Him first. Let's stand this, this afternoon as we close. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Father. You are such a good, good Father. You encourage your people. You encourage us when we seek you. You encourage us, Lord, every single day, even in the middle of chaos. You are our encouragement. And I pray right now, Father, that uh, as we close today in this service, that for this last hour, hour and a half, that you have been an encouragement to us. Lord, that you continue to encourage us this afternoon. The, the rest of this week the following weeks Lord I pray for encouragement Father I pray for everyone here everyone Lord that is facing trouble COVID-19 on the front lines we pray your divine protection over them Father those that are here we pray for Brenda for Lila for all those that are that work in the medical field as well Lord those that aren't here today but are there continuing every day, Lord. We pray for your protection upon them. May your angels that you dispatch to them surround them and protect them. Give them wisdom, Lord, each and every day. I pray, Father, for each of them. May you keep them safe, Father. Lord, for the rest of us, Lord, I pray every day. Help us not to look at what the headlines say, what the news say, but, Lord, what your word says. And your word says to stay encouraged, to be hopeful, that Lord, that you are coming for your church, that one day you are coming and you're getting closer to that day, Father. And Lord, we just want to be ready for you. Yes. We want to be ready. And we want to be able to say, Lord, here I am. Take me. Take me, Lord. And Lord, when that day comes, I pray, God, that we would all be ready to face you, Father. In the meantime, keep us encouraged. Lord, help us to be an encouragement to one another to continue to text, call, send cards of encouragement to each other. That is so important in this day and age that we live in.
So Father, again, we thank you for this time. Thank you for this day. In the mighty name of Jesus. And as we close, pray a blessing over each and every one of you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a great Sunday. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.